G'day, here at the Regenerative Journey, part of our goal is to educate our followers on the benefits of knowing where their food comes from and the knock-on effects this can have on our health, our environment and our future generations. Understanding the connection has never been more important and in the spirit of this endeavour, we have teamed up with Highland Beef Pastoral Company, a grass-fed beef supply chain servicing the growing US grass-fed consumer market, who I'm excited to announce are our Season 6 show sponsors. Essentially, this Australian-based business places cattle on their member graziers' properties at no expense to the farmer and provides competitive returns for every kilo of beef produced, allowing their graziers to focus on improving their businesses in a capital-free and risk-free environment. Highland Beef Graziers are some of the best grass and animal managers in the country. Livestock are humanely and lovingly cared for while on their farms and customers are guaranteed a very high-quality, regeneratively managed grass-fed and finished product with full transparency from farm to plate. If you're interested in finding out more about this program, visit hbpastoral.com.au forward slash Charlie Arnott. This episode of The Regenerative Journey is generously sponsored by Resource Consulting Service Australia, who have been transforming farming businesses and empowering people for over 30 years. The goal has always been to bring those thought leaders together to challenge the way we look at things and what, are, what questions are we not asking ourselves? Um, yeah, are there any gaps in what we're doing? And so that's pretty exciting to be able to do that. And then to be able to talk that through with a group of people that are on the coal front leading the way in agriculture, uh, it's a real privilege. It's great fun. That was Dave McLean, and you're listening to The Regenerative Journey. From wherever we are, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia, recognising their continuing connection to this land, its waterways, the stars in the skies since time immemorial. We pay our respects to the elders, knowledge holders and to all the generations of First Nations peoples who have nurtured their unceded sovereign lands for over 80,000 years and continue to do so today. G'day, I'm your host, Charlie Arnott, an eighth-generational Australian regenerative farmer. And in this podcast series, I'll be diving deep and exploring my guests' unique perspectives on the world so you can apply their experience and knowledge to cultivate your own transition to a more regenerative way of life. Welcome to The Regenerative Journey with your host, Charlie Arnott. G'day, welcome back to The Regenerative Journey. And uh, this special episode was recorded back in the middle of July at the RCS Convergence Conference. It's the Convergence of Agriculture, Human and Planetary Health. Health, And it was an absolute ripper. What I did was I dragged kicking and screaming. Um, no, not really. They were very willing participants uh, for interviews outside um, at different breaks. Uh, or the attendees and a few of the speakers of the conference, which was, I have to say, um, one of the, probably the best conference I've been to. It was very timely um, given that it had been sort of 12 years since the previous one. Um, the 10-year plan or the 10-year cycle of the RCS major conferences was thrown out of whack for obvious reasons. So um, everyone was chomping the bit to get to Brisbane. 600-plus uh, people attended and um, 
uh, I was fortunate enough to be one of them and and listen to some amazing global thought leaders um, on the topics of human human planetary health and agriculture. Um, but the other wonderful thing was that we had um, some of some wonderful case studies and clients of RCS who told their stories of regeneration, not just their their businesses and the landscape, but their themselves as individuals and families. <clears throat> so that was a such a really clever way of uh, well, just addition to it. It made it so much more relevant um, having those stories told in front of in front of those these, those attendees there. Um, and if you missed out, and I, even though even if you didn't miss out on the on the actual conference, but you want to get a bit of a another hit, um, but especially those who missed out because you, I have to say, you missed out on an amazing two days of, of speaking speakers and and conferences, conferences, <laughs> conferencing. Is that a word? Conferencing. Um, but RCS are very, very generously, I have to say, for the price of um, $150, you can access this two full days um, of those presenters and the, the 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 vibe and the energy of the the clients and those who are there. Um, they've captured everything, and uh, you know some real highlights for me were um, the the meditation, sort of the the um, uh, oh, I've forgotten the word, the meditation. Um, visualization that Zach Bush took us through on the Sunday morning. Um, Walter Yenner, he's just an absolute legend. Um, so pleased he was there, and he was he was he was on the case um, as he's known to do with his whiteboard. Um, Charlie Massey, of course, Terry McCosker. Um, Terry did a great job of um, uh, of introducing some of the clients. Um, and 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 those clients then subsequently gave a bit of a prezo on on their particular journeys, which is fascinating. You know, ones from all over, different environments, different ages, different kind of situations, and it was just a lovely way to to present and I guess showcase and identify the impact that RCS has had on many many thousands of people and businesses across Australia in that in that 30, 30 plus years. Uh, who else do we have there? Just oh, the list was en- was well, not endless. Um, oh, who else was there? Oh, Donna Rogers, which um, I actually in- um, interviewed for this little mashup. Um, David McLean. So I'll, I'll give you a bit of a rundown on what you can look forward to listening to in the next sort of hour or so. David McLean, the chief, the 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 the, the officer. Oh, now I'm going to stumble over that now. Um, the uh, Chief Delivery Officer, I think is his official title. I think it's a great, great description. Um, spoke to to David, um, Dinah Rogers. She was there in Australia only for a few days. This is the first trip to Australia. I, I thankfully was able to um, catch her a couple of days before the conference um, to interview her for the Regenerative Journey, which will be in the subsequent weeks. Um, Stuart Austin, the General Manager of Wilmot Cattle Co., um, caught up with Stu outside as well. Up, he's up there at Ebor doing wonderful things um, and connected in some really cool ways to different, um, you know, different other organisations and are becoming a bit of a thought leader in in the space, which I'm pleased to see the young man, um, you know, yeah, taking a bit of a, taking a, his place um, in the space. Uh, Blair Beattie, of course, um, koala Blair to his mate, <laughs> to his mates. He's going to kill me for telling everyone that. Um, real troop. I love um, uh, Blair and what he's doing with Farmers Footprint, um, which is uh, a um, an organisation uh, that was just based in America, but is now has a chapter here in Australia. I'll be working with Blair and Farmers Footprint um, over the next sort of 
you know, few months and six months or so. Really looking forward to that. Had a had a chat uh, with Blair um, as part of this little mashup. Cole Phelan of Mike Raising fame. Uh, caught caught up with him at the. I think it was the end of day one. He was a little nervous. I think he thought I was going to hit him up. That was the end of day two. Hit him up with some hard questions, but I didn't. I was very, very, um, very soft with Cole. Didn't want to scare him too much, um, but had a good chat with him and his impressions of the conference. Cherie Gooding, um, who's also uh, interviewed um, a month or so before, a few weeks before the, the conference at her farm at uh, uh, near Beelawheeler in Queensland. She is um, really looking forward to releasing that episode. She's fantastic. Vet. Um, who's had her own health challenges and, and, and her study and her understanding of, you know, human and animal physiology has been uh, stood her in good stead in understanding, you know, how to, how to treat herself. Um, some more good yarns there with Cherie um, and, yeah, caught up with her at the conference, so a bit of a snippet of her outside, Murray Richardson of Highland Beef fame. Uh, caught up with Murray and his impressions of the conference um, and, as you all well know, um, Murray is and Highland Beef are sponsoring this um, uh, this season of the regenerative journey, uh, Matt Tonkin, who I've known for a few years now, done some really interesting things in his life. Had his own, um, you know, health challenges, which um, you can find. We I don't we didn't really go into at all. Uh, now, little brief chat outside. That is for another time, and I'm hoping to track down Maddie for an interview uh, at some stage, <clears throat> but maybe in season seven. Matthew, look out, I'm coming after you. And last but not least, Damon Gamo, who uh, of 2040 fame and Regenerating Australia, um, a recent doco he put out, gee, it must have been early this year now, time gets away, that 2040 um, came out, oh, I reckon it's two, two, year, two and a half years ago now. Um, lovely fella and, and really pleased he's sort of uh, in the space of regenerative agriculture and, and and looking at it with a you know relatively clean pair of eyes, I have to say. He's always entertaining. Uh, and I spoke with Damon um, back in season two or three, it might have been, of The Regenerative Journey. So go back in time, check out the list of previous episodes um, and have a listen to him. Um, Stuart Austin also I did interview. Blair Beatty is going to be interviewed in the um, in this season, later in the season. Um and that's a pretty much a wrap there. Uh, so just to finish up, please, please get online um, and explore the opportunity which um, uh, RCS are giving you. If you go to rcsaustralia.com.au forward slash the RCS story, forward slash RCS Convergence Conference. Um, if you, that's all too much of a mouthful, go to the show notes. You'll see the link there. Jump on. $150 will give you full access to um, the whole conference. And if you couldn't be there, well worth it. So many nuggets of, of gold, um, you know, throughout the, the two days. It was lovely to be there. Um, but if you couldn't be there, you'll be able to pick up most of the vibe just via the um, uh, the opportunity to jump on. Uh, the RCS website, link's in the bio, and check it out. Um, that's probably enough from me. I think I've said enough. Really excited to get this these these um, this mashup. Um, I quite like that. I did it a couple of other times in a few other seasons at other other conferences. Just getting different perspectives. You know how these guys are, what they their impressions of the conference, um, their favourite pieces and speakers and and nuggets of gold, and uh, how they're going to use what they heard in their own lives and businesses. So, uh, really looking forward to releasing this. Here it is. Uh, the RCS Convergence Conference, Convergence of Agriculture, Planetary and Human Health, uh, back from mid-July uh, 2022. 
And uh, I trust you enjoy listening to this as much as I did speaking with these wonderful people at the RCS Convergence Conference. Dave McLean, welcome to the outside area of the... uh 2022 RCS Convergence Conference. We're, we've, we've pounced on you. Everyone's gone back inside and you assured me you weren't needed in there for the next 10 minutes. So we've jumped on you. Dave, um, you're the CEO of RCS. Chief of Delivery. Chief of Delivery. The mailman. The mailman. Um, what, uh, I mean, you're, you've got a, a pivotal role here, so my questions probably need to be a little different. No, I'm not buggering. I'm just going to, what, 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 what are you here for? Apart from being involved, like, what do you want to get out of it? Let's just say that. What do you want to take home? Like I said this morning, the, the first one is just to get this group of people together. Like it's bloody amazing to have just short of 600 people from the RCS network all in one spot. And I know talking to a few people in the lead up to it in the, over the years of getting to this point, some of them have said that the speakers are quite secondary. And that really stood out to me. Don't, don't tell them that. <laughs> um, and so just, yeah, the networking, the ability to walk around and just see people and catch up with them is just, it's fantastic and reconnect with people uh, and have some discussions about what they're hearing. So bringing those thought leaders, and the goal has always been to bring those thought leaders together to challenge the way we look at things and what, are, what questions are we not asking ourselves? Um, yeah, are there any gaps in what we're doing? And so that's pretty exciting to be able to do that and then to be able to, talk that through with a group of people that are on the coal front leading the way in agriculture, uh, it's a real privilege. It's great fun. Do you think uh, most of the people here, um, previous um, clients or current clients of RCS, do you think there's a, there'd have to be a majority, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Anthony, the MC there, he asked this morning, put your hand up if you're a grad. Um, it was a bit hard for me to see where I was, but I would suspect there'd be 90% plus mm. um, that would be but isn't it good that there are people who aren't? I mean, that 10% or... Yeah. I mean, I know, I know quite a few who uh, definitely aren't clients and probably should or would become clients, but they've just in the circle, communication, social media, um, and me bang on about you blokes from a podcast every, yeah. every for season five. That hopefully got a few other line. Yeah, absolutely. And that was part of the design with this one too. I think this conference more so than the two prior, it is much more applicable to anybody because we're talking about planetary health and human health as well as agricultural health. So, you know, some of the information just then, whilst some participants that are here might not be able to directly apply it, the intent behind it and what it means and what it means at that convergence level, if we go back to the theme, I didn't see anyone nodding off anyway. We were saying before with Stuart Austin, um, you know, the way it was simply put and articulated would be compelling for anyone who walked off the street, I would suggest, and go, oh, that's actually, you know, I didn't think of that or whatever. So, and even though there's quite, you know, advanced farmers in there, so to speak, um, there's still little gems in there all the way through. I mean, how, Walt, well, one of my favourites is Walt. He's just one of my favourite human beings because he's just wonderful. Um, Anyone, without you getting in trouble for saying so, uh, any favourites? Oh, it's hard to go past Fred. He's just such a... Fred Fred Provenza. Fred Provenza. He's just such a delightful person um, and such an intellect. I mean, they're all incredibly intelligent people that we've had there. Um, You know, he's... But I I, I love how it's all tied together. I love that we've had him just giving us that zoomed-out perspective. You know, what's actually going on? What are some of the trends? You know, what what is some of the history behind that? And then uh, Diana, to do that research that she's been doing, and that's... Uh, to have her doing the work she's doing is critical for us as an industry, the livestock industry. It's absolutely critical. And then I think the next two ones came back to some of the um, the practical nature of what do we need to know about soil. So I think they're all tied together. 
beautifully. And I'm sure that the conversations having in there now too will follow on from that. I liked um, the way she brought in dairy and, and butter. And I, I know Hamish Mackay, you know, he keeps talking about we can't let the meat industry, what happened to the, to the, to the we can't let what happened to the dairy industry with margarine happen to the beef industry. Yeah, no, that's right. It's, um, I mean, money, money is talking, isn't it? Mm. That's the only thing. And there's some good questions asked there about as an industry, what can we do? What can we do to get some facts out there? I mean, the facts are there, but they've just been overridden. Um, and that's a, that's a deep psychological question as to what's actually driving, you know, why would you want to eat something that's been brewed in a bloody lab tube over something that's, that's real? And to say that that's healthy, it, it, when you sit down and have a conversation about it, it's absolutely illogical, isn't it? Well, it's got, I mean, you know, to me, it's, it's, there's, there's clearly other things at play yeah. that probably need to be talked about, and we probably were touched on with, with diners a little bit. Mm-hmm. Dave, um, what are some t- takeaways, you know, things you're going you're gonna to do, look into kind of actions? RCS are, love their actions. Yeah. What actions are you on your plate when you get out of here? Apart from having uh, probably a week off. <laughs> get ready for the Broken Hill School. Um, <laughs> I think the takeaways for there, there's some good... I like the way that... Uh, <coughs> I, like, uh, I like the way that Joel and Walter just phrased some things. And so there's some nice things we'll be able to refer back to them and the schools that we can take out. There's some research there that I want to go and chase up um, just to refine uh, that, that, that role of the dead microbes. And it, it was a bit of a penny drop moment for their, for me there because I know in rumen nutrition rumen nutrition we talk about about 70% of an animal's protein intake is microbial protein, dead microbes mm. and so then to take that across to when you've got this huge biological um, act, uh, population down below ground, um, that was an important link for me I'm probably a bit slow to catch on to some of this stuff. But. Oh, no, there's so many gems there, and we're only um, up to lunchtime on, on the first day, so more, the... more to come. I, I'll, I'll have to catch up and say, now, Dave, what are the other other 12 actions? No, I won't. I won't do that to you. I know you've got to save, your, save, your, save your voice same, for Monday. I was thinking the same thing, though, um, as we're pulling up from that session there, that we're only a quarter of the way through, and I think it's been an, an amazing morning. The, the guys have pulled together a great outline and all tied in, and... One of the comments I made there last night with Adam is that if something happens and a speaker couldn't get there, we're actually not reliant on any one speaker. They've got such a good lineup of speakers, there isn't necessarily a keynote because they're all got something powerful to to share. well, I, I was talking to Charlie Massey this morning, and he said he's got some uh, he's got some heavy hitting stuff. He's introducing and banging on about this you know, late tomorrow. And I said that's right. So you're going to drop a couple of truth bombs and then bolt. He's the last one for the weekend. Yeah, which is I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah I think that that timing and for him talking about something that we asked him to not cover the same stuff that he's covered elsewhere. Um, not that it's bad stuff, but we just wanted him to, to tie it all together. You know, where's his head at today as opposed to where it was when he wrote Call to the Red Warbler and before. Good call. Looking forward to that one, Dave. Um, mate, I'll let you get back to the zip up that mouth of yours and save, save your voice and we get back to the after lunch session. Good. Thanks, mate. Thanks, awesome. Mate. Cheers. Uh, Diana Rogers, welcome to. Well, actually, I'm. I can't officially welcome you to the RCS Convergence Conference, but I'm a, an attendee, and we're outside. Smoko's just been, and uh, <laughs> can we call it Smoko? Morning tea. <laughs> Morning tea. <laughs> yeah. Because Smoko probably has other connotations, does it? Well, it's just your abbreviations for things in Australia really make me laugh. That's all. It's just really funny. Because this is your first time here. Yes, it is. Yeah. You've been here uh, five, four, five days now. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, just about. Mm-hmm. And how many steaks have you eaten in that time? Oh my goodness, almost every meal. <laughs> Not just every dinner, every meal. Every you, meal. Yes, yesterday, yesterday you was. I'm getting that mixed up. Yesterday you were saying um, that the day was it the day before you had three <laughs> three steaks in the day. Yeah, so I I, I got some local ribeyes mm. and um, had a ribeye for breakfast. And then went out for lunch and had some ribeye with my friend Marty Kendall here in in Brisbane. And then went out to dinner with you and Dr. Pran Yoganathan and we got ribeyes. Ribeyes all right. I just love it. And how's the meat here in Australia? Are you finding it? How, how is it? For those who don't know, the, 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 the talking about meat might be become evident later on. Oh, um, yeah, just wonderful. And And actually... I was just mentioning to Michelle, your your producer here, that um, the conference food at RCS is the best conference food I've ever experienced. And especially, not only is it delicious, but I'm celiac. And so, as you might imagine, it's a little bit nerve wracking to be at a conference and um, rely on, you know, conference staff sometimes aren't always on top of food allergies. But last night at the uh, banquet dinner, all the entrees were gluten-free. I had some fish last night as a change of pace. It was delicious. Um, just had the little smoko. Smoko. <laughs> is, is that another word for snack too? Yeah, like, like morning, morning tea. Yeah, so uh, gluten-free. I mean, just amazing. So I'm, I've been very, very impressed. Because you go to a few conferences, don't you? Like that's, that's, a, that's a pretty good you know, accolade. It's like basically my full-time job at this point is just attending <laughs> conferences. So, um, but I've been just so impressed with this one. Talking about, yeah, conferences. So any, um, any highlights? We're sort of uh, smoke go day two. Anyone, <laughs> anyone morning tea for those who want me to be more PC. Um, what, any highlights, any sort of, you know, individuals that really stood out or their message? Yeah. So yesterday, my favorite talk was Walter Yenne for sure. Um, and breaking out the whiteboard. Um, it's just so analog and so welcomed, right? Um, so I really loved his talk. And then this morning, John Kemp just blows my mind. Um, I had him on my podcast after meeting him at a conference in about 2016. And we talked about completely different things, universal basic income, uh, the future of farming, um, his predictions for uh, sort of these like regional food hubs powered by an Uber-like system, which this was way before COVID. It was way before Uber. And he just nailed it. And so um, I was excited that he was speaking today. I made a point to get here in time for his talk this morning. And uh, he did not disappoint. Um, And it was a completely different um, talk this time, but it was equally mind-blowing. And he, I mean, g- given the number of books in the background there, there's probably only a 1% of the one. He obviously reads a lot. And what a wonderful, humble guy that's sort of uh, like he's almost a hub of all this stuff coming in. He deciphers it and sort of not rehashes it, but he can kind of then deliver it in a really, um, really uh, digestible way, you know, excuse the pun. He can, but it's also not dumbed down. Mm. Like when he was talking about, I don't even know, what was it, rhizophagy? Phagy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Rhizophagia. <laughs> but it was fascinating. <laughs> um, but even just in the beginning, are things happening to you or are you happening to things? 
And, um, you know, I, I struggle with that sometimes when, when bad stuff happens. Um, but, uh, you know, resilience and uh, passion are two things and humility are really important to me and um, clearly are very central to his message. Well, it's a wonderful thing that he can, he can put the science in with, you know, maybe the more esoteric or the spiritual or the kind of the, you know, the, the self um, awareness kind of stuff. So I think that's that's definitely one of his hype, one of his, you know, one of his strengths. Anyone else that was sort of stood out? Any nuggets that uh, you just went, wow, that's you know, drop the mic. Now you're putting me on the spot because I did not sleep very well last night. Um, and if you had asked me this yesterday, I would have had a bit. <laughs> that's what that's fine. <laughs> you're just overwhelmed with the amazing information. There's just been a lot. There's been a lot. And also this is the, the fourth conference I've attended in two and a half weeks. So give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I, should have, I should have warned you before. Um, anything that you're going to go home and go, oh, I'm going to go and read that book. Um, call that person, go to the whatever. Is there anything that sort of inspired you to then do, you know, actions from this? Yeah, I've already ordered um, right in the middle of John's uh, talk. I ordered the two books that he mentioned in the beginning um, about uh, how things in the world change. Um, Ray Dalio. Now, what, yeah, and what was the other one? I can't remember. We were trying to think about before. I'd have to look it up now on my phone. Yeah, yeah. I just like my brain is about like – that of a gnat right now. <laughs> well, I think but. anyone who wants to track that down, it's probably going to be on these video, not this yeah. video, well, maybe this video, but certainly the, the videos of the conference, I'm sure, will appear on RCS website somewhere so you can track it down. Or we might put it in the show notes if we can track it down too. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, and I actually um, shared it on my Instagram. So even, and it was just 20 minutes ago, so, but... We can, I'm we can just check like, it out. I'm not super on, sharp just, by the end. Just get it out now. <laughs> by the end of travel and, and, and multiple days of not sleeping great, uh, yeah, you've reached me at my um, breaking <laughs> point here. And, um, my brain is pretty much full of cotton balls. But um, I've already messaged John, asked him to come back on my podcast. Um, I um, might be doing a project with Prawn. Uh, so we just discussed that. And... Um, yeah, multiple projects going on with, with Silverfern Farms um, in New Zealand. They're coming to the U.S. and I'm helping to orchestrate a really awesome trip for some of the farmers that they're bringing over f to the U.S. Um, there's some stuff I'm doing um, with uh, MLA here in Australia, back in the U.S. So, um, yeah, it's been very fruitful and exciting. And I just spoke to Murray Richardson, um, he, who caught up with you, and, and maybe we might get you to on, on a webinar for his, you know, farmers in Holland, um, Holland beef, you know, sending that grass-fed beef into the US. So I think that was just top. I'll, I'll follow that up. Yes, I remember looking at his business card last night and thinking I need to follow up with this guy, and I don't even remember. No, that's <laughs> it. Well, yeah, well, he'll be, he'll be. Um, if I if I see you two within each, two meters of each other, I'll remind you of each other. But he's a lovely, lovely fella, and um, Holland Beefs is is um, you know wonderful supply chain sending. Re um, grass-fed beef into the uh, into the US. So um, you might even see it over there. Butcher Box, get on that Butcher Box, and that's the, that's the Aussie, that's oh, his Holland okay. beef. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys are in the Boston area. I know them. Um, they're, they are close to me. So <laughs> you, <laughs> what a great example of a, a <laughs> talking to someone that's completely brain dead after... <laughs> 
<laughs> not at all. I think I think I'm more talking. brain dead. If, it, if it's a competition, I think I win. <laughs> um, we'll leave it there. We've um, there's I'm not, I'm not sure which uh, sessions on next, but, but um, Donna, thank you so much for your time. We can't wait for you to come back. Okay, so don't think this is your last trip. You've got a son who wants to go surfing, and you need to come back and just relax spend enough time here to do some relaxing and not just like charging around through every conference um and we'll make sure you have a lovely next day in australia yes i'm very much looking forward to it of course thanks diana all right thank you Stuart Austin, uh, welcome to not the re- what is the regenerative journey because this is going to go on an episode in season six. You're, we're here at the RCS Convergence Conference in Brisbane. Um, we've just it's lunchtime. We're chewing into your valuable lunchtime. Tell me um, why are you here. What's the, what's what was in it for you to turn up today? Oh, it's always about the people for me, catching up with the people, having a yarn, meeting new people, uh, and and of course the new information that you hear at these events are, um, is invaluable. So, But uh, seeing people, you know, friendly places like yourself and others, um, that's what's most valuable. I think you've, you're always building on those relationships and connections that you've made. And, um, and I, I love meeting people, and particularly new people. So, um, yeah, it's great. That's, that's probably the, one of the highlights for me. Um, we've had uh, a number of speakers this morning. Any highlights, any quotes? I've got one in mind. I just can't get out of my head from Walter. But any ones that uh, you have uh, quotes or, or you, just like, you just love their particular presentation? Uh, particularly enjoyed Fred, um, which I'll come back to. But the one quote before I forget it was that um, without bi- saw without biology is just geology. That was a cracker, wasn't it? That was who, uh, Joel, but who... who um, was it Arden Anderson or someone said that? Was, there was some other some other ones quite, I think. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, or, or um, and actually Fred quoting, uh, I really enjoyed Fred Preventer this morning. He, you know, the way he builds that story and uh, it's a story that's familiar to you and I, but it's, it's not that familiar to um, a lot of other people. Uh, but the way he builds that story historically and then, you know, to, to put a picture as to where, why we are where we are now uh, and what we need to be thinking back on and get back to, you know, all those things around food, nutrition, um, nutrient density of food, even 50 years ago, let alone 200 years ago. Um, and he had some really good quotes there from Aldo Leopold too. And uh, yeah, it, it's, um, that, that's, for me, that's been the highlight this morning, for sure, listening to Fred. And uh, I've had his book on my bloody bedside table for, for um, probably a couple of years, uh, but I'll go home and put it on audio and listen to it on the road. Uh, nutrition, uh, what is it called? Nourished. Nourished, that, that's it, yeah. well done. Yeah. Um, Walter, I mean, how how cute is Walter? I just <laughs> love the way he just, it just it's, it's all, just rolls off his tongue. There's, um, and he's quite, like, rootability. Yeah. Wasn't that just, <laughs> I just love that. And the, uh, I actually don't know what he's talking about, the, but it sounded funny. Yep, yeah, and the mobile bio, biodigesters, you know, yeah. the, the, I always joke with the federal government having $500 million or something for someone to come up with a um, means of uh, sequestering soil carbon and um, I can't wait to take a cow down to Parliament House and say it's here. We, it's been made for quite some time now. Um, you can call it innovation if you like, but uh, yeah, so he it, it was a really engaging st- um, talk and uh, we we're just talking about it at lunchtime, and I think it, um, for someone who is new to this journey, uh, it would be—it's very digestible, it's very understandable, um, it's quite relatable, it's common sense, it makes sense, you know. Uh, and you know the way he evolved that story from a um, a rock 
to, to soil that's got plenty of air in it, plenty of fungi in it, um, plenty of microbes, plenty of um, hydration, etc. Um, that's easy to understand. It's quite palatable. And, uh, so, yeah, it's, it, it, that's the most important thing I find with um, an effective speaker is someone who can really communicate a message clearly, articulately, in a concise manner, um, and that's understandable for anyone. So. And all, I mean, all the whole morning was that was a bit of a theme. Theme in terms of sim- the simplicity of the of the of the the content. Joel Williams just like went just wrote, didn't it? He just rolled it out. And there's a lot of people in that room who are, you know, pretty advanced regenerative farmers, so to speak. But it's un- you know the way that was all presented. Every single one of them was just compelling to anyone who just walked off the street. It would be hard for them not to sit up and go, "Wow, that's actually a really interesting kind of info." Yeah, oh, absolutely, um, and I think that's a you know it's one of the things that RCS does so well is is bring people um, to this community. You know, they're, they're a business that is all about people, um, and there's people here that you know this would be one of the first sort of conferences or functions or events that they've been to to learn about regenerative agriculture. And, and if that's the information they're hearing, it's absolutely terrific. You know, that that's the foundation they're getting, uh, or foundational information they're getting to start that journey, and it's. You know, in a lot of ways, it's irrefutable. I mean, the science community loves that word because the evidence is irrefutable. There's not been a huge amount of data and stats and numbers this morning, but there doesn't need to be. It's, and that's what, you know, everything we're talking about in terms of regenerative agriculture is um, bringing things back the way natural systems uh, used to work and, and how they manage this landscape. So um, it's, it's why, in some respects, you could look at some of those presentations and say they're quite simple. But it actually is, and that's what we've got to do is, is simplify the whole process, um, you know, what we do back to how Mother Nature used to do it. Simple solutions. Any um, any actions you're going to take away from this uh, the conference, Stuart? We're, we're a quarter of the way in. Is there anything that, uh, well, putting aside the cocktail party tonight, might be a few actions there tonight on the dance floor. But um, what do you, anything you've just gone, I'm so going to do that when I go home or anything? Uh, listening to Fred's book for sure. Um, Probably I haven't written down. I normally do, and I haven't yet, but I'm sure I will over the next couple of days. Um, yeah, and we shouldn't forget Diana Rogers' talk too was mm. fantastic. She's doing such important work there in terms of combating a message uh, that is just so prevalent in society these days. Um, and it's a thankless bloody task, you know, what she's pulled on. But um, she's doing a hell of a job. At, and, and again, you know, articulating things clearly, concisely, easily understood any punter can see that information and say, well, that makes sense. So um, it's absolute credit to her. And she, she's copped the hiding, you know, the book and the doco. Like, but she has, you know, she's very courageous to have just gone, I know it's going to happen, and just went on because she thought it was important enough to do that. So she's, you know, she's she's fantastic. Um, Stuart Austin, thank you for your time. I just heard the bell ring for the next session. I can't even remember what's actually on the next section. session. Um, are you on? Are you doing anything? No, this, Stuart? no. Why not? Uh, are you? No, okay. this is this is as as as, inf- as formal as we're, I get. We're all used. Having a we are, we're spent. We're like the smoke from from this morning. It's no, all gone. It's all gone. Uh, mate, thanks so much for your time. Uh, we're gonna whack this out on a, on a, a podcast uh, season six. So you'll get your, you will get your second crack at the crack at the title. As long as it gets more um, listens than Bart's. <laughs> and just one other question. While I've got you, is it the same one from four years ago, or is this a new one? I mean, oh, the shirt's changed. It's probably the shirt's kind of evolved with some probably, stripes on it now. It's but. probably, yeah, grew some, grew some stripes. <laughs> you want a pup from this one? I'll give you one. No, this is probably the same one, but I have washed it probably once. Oh, good. In the last two years. Go. <laughs> no, hang on. Good. Oh, no, it needs another one. Thanks, mate. We'll good get idea. back to Thanks, it. Thanks, Charlie. Good Perfect. to catch up.
Blair Beattie, welcome to the outside area of the RCS 2022 conference, Convergence, a Convergence of Agriculture, Health and Environment, I believe is the tagline we should be using. Hashtag RCS 2022. Mate, you're the captain of uh, Farmers Footprint Australia. Is it captain? Or are you, sure. like, are you like 2IC? I'm not sure if we'd use captain. We're, we're non-hierarchical at Farmers Footprint, so we're a co-creative collective. <laughs> okay, so okay, there's no leader there at all. That's fine. That's good. It's just, it's just like bungle hyphy. Everyone's just doing it all together. Yeah. Tell, tell us about it. Unless something needs to be done and then I'll marshal the troops. So you, you're the mar- So you are a captain. Uh, mate, tell us about it. What, how it, it's launched recently, um, the, uh, the initiative, the, the reason, and then we'll get on to the conference. So, yes, we've just recently launched. I think it was May that we launched in Australia. We've got a sister charity in the US, obviously, called Farmers Footprint. We are Farmers Footprint Australia. We are here to tell the, or give voice to the regenerative food story in Australia. So we want to be content creating across all sectors, supporting farmers that want to transition, uh, bringing awareness and education to consumers, to stakeholders, and amplifying what we have as our potential food transition. Pretty important stuff, I reckon. Mate, that's that's pretty much that'll do. Thank you, Blair. That's all we need to know. Mate, that's awesome. So you you um, put out a wonderful video a couple of weeks ago. Now that's like a bit of a bit of a sniff of the other uh, storytelling and the stories that that need to be told. Yeah, um, and your good self was kind enough to take part in that. So thank you again. And no, we're not paying the invoice. Exorbitant. <gasps> I sent you. I did time. How rude. You said you would. Anyway, no, it was lovely. Very happy to donate time to uh, such a wonderful organisation and initiative. Um, that's out. And then there's more There's more, more um, stories to be told. There's never ending, really. I mean, given what we're hearing and seeing at the conference here, and it's just lunchtime, so I've only had a, been a quarter of the way through, um, there's a lot to be told, isn't there? There's so much to be told, and I think it's really important that we tell these stories now. And, and we're skillful enough to, to engage consumers on this journey. That's kind of our point of focus at the moment. Like, who, who has the potential to help shift the dial for us? Um, and that's consumers becoming really aware of our food predicament and how we can heal ourselves and the planet in the process of ag- agricultural transformation. Any favourites this morning without getting in trouble for nominating a favourite? I don't, I don't play favourites, but I do also do always love listening to Mr <laughs> Walter Jenner. <laughs> that's so diplomatic. You are entering politics shortly anyway, so that's uh, – you, you have pra- good practice. No, 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 he's not, everyone. Walt, what a legend. Amazing man. What a beautiful, beautiful human that has so much to share and always gives you time to share it. Uh, if anyone hasn't you know, tuned into his work, please do. We're, we're up here filming, doing, doing a short film for RCS just to capture that beauty and the, the amazing people which are, we have the, it's like, it's almost like a gift. All these amazing humans have come together at this one place in this one time and we're lucky enough to be presented with the opportunity to shoot and um, shoot as in film um, 
<laughs> Careful. <laughs> these amazing humans, so we look forward to sharing a bit of that and um, your good true self will be part of that as well, I'm sure. Yep, and I'll be sending another invoice for that. <laughs> anything, uh, any any takeaways, anything you've sort of even heard in this in this short few hours uh, today that you're thinking, I'm going to go and do that, I'm going to make that call, I'm going to do that re- you know, research or any sort of actions that you're going to get on with? Um, well, I'm going to go to Yapoon. Your knife, your fork, your poon. Yep. I've been inspired. I just want to hang out with the RCS guys a little bit more. So that's not... Yeah, mate, I'm not sure. Uh, chatting with Dave McLean before, I'm not sure he wants to hang out with you, mate. That's You might want to check in. Uh, well, yeah, they don't have a choice. I don't, I'm not going to get enough of them and enough time with them this weekend. So in August, I'm going to go up to Yapoon and hang out and just annoy them and, you know, knock on their door of their houses at inappropriate times. So, but any takeaways? Uh, there's there's probably a few, but I, my mind is a little bit too scattered to really recall too many of them because there's a lot going on. Come on, Walter's quote of the conference. I don't think anyone's going to outdo that. I wasn't there. Yeah, you were. Rootability. Oh, yes. Okay. Rootability. No, one, no one's allowed to edit that from any video or audio. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Walter. <laughs> Yes, that was a gem and probably a timeless one that we'll talk about for quite some time. <laughs> I just love his, I love his turn of phrase. And I love you, Blair. That's big of you to yeah. say. <laughs> probably too much. <laughs> no, I know. It's a bit rude publicly. No, mate, all good. Thanks for your time. Looking forward to having a chat with you and the crew when when tomorrow, I think. Tomorrow yeah, when time at, permits. Uh, yeah, morning tea break. Yeah, well, to Smoko, mate. It's called Smoko. Yeah. I did a conference once. And I said, and, uh, and today we're going to have Smoko, lunch and Smoko, and blah, blah, blah. and then a lady came up and she said, no, you can't, you, Charles, Charles, you can't say Smoko. Anyway, so I got up at lunchtime, and Smoko this afternoon is going to be, <laughs> poor old lady. Um, but it was good fun. Mate, uh, thanks for your time, and um, we'll, you can get back to the, to the show if you, if you want to or need to. We're going to try and round up someone else. Please. Thank you. Always good to have a yarn, mate. Thanks, Blair. Cheers, buddy. See you, mate. Bye. Cole, welcome to um, this. Is, well, it is the regenerative journey. This will be appearing. I didn't tell you that bit. It's going to be appearing on um, one of our episodes in season six. Season it's six, be, my favourite number. <laughs> there you go. I won't ask why. Uh, and it is going to be like a compilation, if that's the right word, of the um, best, greatest hits. Uh, yeah, well, you not you, well. Just depending on how you perform the next ten minutes, right. mate, you may or may not appear on it. <laughs> so we've got we're going to put together probably the best bits of the of the yeah. conference little snips like this. So, mate, um, you've been watching attentively the whole whole day, mm-hmm. haven't you? I have. Um, were any favourites? Any sort of takeaways, nuggets of gold that you you found? I think heard? Walter Walter's just getting better and better. And it was definitely uh, the rootability of soils had it for me. That's 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 a quote of the day. Probably the whole conference. I agree. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it. Anyway, anything <laughs> apart from Walter? Anything else? Um, I, I think uh, I've never really been to one of these uh, RCS type events with such a uh, a large group of people. Um, and I, and I think uh, you know the, the depth and breadth of uh, discussion was uh, something that I didn't expect, and yeah, quite enjoyed it. It's probably not what are you saying? You thinking it's like oh, it's not quite as good as the Meyer, the Meyer grazing you know field day at Wilmot. Well, is that is that what you're trying to compare it to, Cole? Well, that look, you know, we don't have to go there. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but uh, look, I, I just think I've spoken to a lot of people in between sessions and, you know, everyone's getting a, a whole lot out of it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful collection of people and speakers and, you know, having it, that combination of um, people zooming in from overseas and, uh, and, and, and lives, a great, great lineup. And 600 plus people, um, it's, I think, and this is this is 12 years since the last one. Mm. Obviously, it's been delayed two years. So eight, let's say eight years, it probably, uh, let's assume eight years to the next one. I think it's probably too far, it's too far to wait, isn't it? Do you think? Oh, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I reckon it is. Yeah, I, I, tend to, I tend to agree. You know, I've been to a bunch of the RCS type events. You know, I go to kit days whenever I can get to them. Um, I go to, uh, I've been to the, a couple of grazing clinics, I've done a lot of stuff online, but like I said, never been to one of these big, big events. And in terms of uh, the, just the, the quality, I think, and also this community, yeah, 10 years is way too long, right? Yeah. That's what, a couple. Now, give, why don't you give my grazing a bit of a wrap while, got, while you've got the conch? Well, my grazing, uh, planned grazing software uh, with a whole lot of support to help graziers actually take those practical steps and put regenerative practice in, practices into place in a supported fashion and put numbers behind everything that they do to get objectivity around this uh, whole, whole space because the rubber hits the road with planned grazing. Um, so it, it is, it's fantastic to see many, many, many customers here. Um, you know, there was a long time there when I knew every customer, mm. literally from uh, customer one. Now people are coming up and and uh, I haven't met before, and other people in the team have taken them through the through the journey and the onboarding and the and and so forth. And it's yeah, it's really caused me to reflect on what we've achieved as a business over the last seven years. You know, probably two thirds of our clientele here in Australia, one third North America, and a smattering amongst that sort of everywhere else. But uh, yeah, and there's no small amount of customer base within the room here today. So it's 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 wonderful. Any um, other any other things that you on the back of today? We've got another day tomorrow, day two. But anything from today, you're thinking I'm going to go home and do that, or make that call, or do that research, or follow that up? Any actions that you're going to commit to, Colin? I've got no doubt there will be. Um, it's it's I'm definitely reflecting on a few things today that I wouldn't have thought that I would have come here reflecting on. And like um, what? Like what? Tell us. Well, a little bit about, you know, my willingness to participate in interviews ad hoc. Like, I'm not sure if I'd actually do that again. Um, <laughs> that's... You're actually doing really well. I don't think I'm going to cut out any more than 90% of this interview well, to, 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 <laughs> to make it public. Yeah. Well, You're doing well. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it caused me to actually think a lot back uh, to, you know, I studied uh, systems agriculture at university. And, uh, and at the time... It was almost, they're the heretics. You know, people were going, ag echoes and so forth. And, and I didn't fit to that crowd and, and I was very happy with where I was, but uh, it almost feels as though it's the, uh, there's parallels uh, between that and regenerative agriculture and this term regenerative or systems. And, and I tend to sort of think uh, it just makes sense, right? So why isn't this, it's just responsible agriculture. Mm. And, I, and people are talking about the labelling and the us and them and so forth. And, and I'm very conscious whenever I'm speaking to anyone that contacts our business, um, a prospective customer or otherwise, I never work, mention the word regenerative until they do and understand that context because it can be polarising. And I'm, I'm quite conscious of that. And I think if we're talking about that in this space here now, what are we going to do about that? Well, it was interesting, you know, um, Walter said... Yeah, he's not. He's a not a young buck, 
uh, doing soil, you know, soil science, CSIRO in the late 60s. We've been, as he said, we've been talking about it for 50 years, you know, and you could sort of sense not his frustration, but he was just, you know, he just acknowledged the fact that there's been a lot of talk. And then mm. so, um, you know, now we need to get rubber on the road. You mentioned a word, and I, I love that, responsible agriculture. That's great. We better, we better TM that. Me, I'm going to TM it yeah, before yeah, you do. do. It. Yeah. Yep. Stick it or have you already done it? Mate, do it. <laughs> but I love it because, you know, responsibility is made up of two words. Response. Re- no, response. <laughs> yeah. Ability. Yeah. Your ability to respond, which is pretty much what I think responsible agriculture is about, isn't it? Hmm. Well, it's being about being adapting. responsible to the land, responsible to your family, economy, social, you know, encapsulates it. And um, so... people want to label things, right? Um, And I I think about that and I wonder why. Um, And and typically because, you know, you've got to get a band of people behind it and it's got to have a narrative, it's got to have a story. Um, But I think we need to break things down to even simpler forms. And, uh, yeah. Well, you heard it here first, everyone. Responsible agriculture. Or have you been using that? No, I've stolen that from someone else. Someone said it to me on the phone. Or TM it and it'll be ours. Or mine. Drop the mic, Charlie. Drop the mic. Cole, thank you so much. I appreciate you getting over your your reticence to appear mm. live on... Um, well, when you chased on... me into the toilets, I thought, God, this guy's not going <laughs> to give up. <laughs> Three times. Three times. That's right. Thanks, Cole. Good on you. Thanks, Charlie. Looking for more information to assist your regenerative journey? Come join Charlie and his guests around the kitchen table, an online community of supporters with exclusive access to the regenerative journey interview transcripts, live online Q&A sessions, a chance to engage with other like-minded people and more. Go to www.charliearnett.com.au forward slash the kitchen table. And if you're not totally satisfied with the value of your membership and wish to cancel it within the first two months, we will give you a full 100% refund, no questions asked. Now let's get back to this week's episode. Sheree Gooding, welcome to the outside of the RCS conference. I probably should stop saying that. I say that every time to every, all my guests. Um, we're here at the 2022 RCS Convergence Conference, Converging Abundant, uh, Convergence of Agriculture, Human Health and Environment. Um, planetary health. Planetary health. That might have been it. Global planetary. Um, tell me what have any sort of, uh, well, what, what, what did you come here for? What were you hoping to sort of get out of it? You, you were a late starter. Yes, only because of timeframes and being involved in the workshop next week. But um, yeah, as the speakers started coming through, it was just too good an opportunity to miss to, you know, some of the best heads in the world really in this space. So um, yeah, made my way down here, get involved. Yeah, well, you'll be you'll be at the next one, the next convergence, I'm sure, in 10 years' time. You ready for that? 10 years. 10 yeah. years. You've got 10 years to get your spill worked well, out. we've only got 10 years according to Walter. So. <laughs> That's right. We mightn't be here in 10 years. Yeah. No, it'll actually be eight years because we're two years. We've only got eight years to, to 20, oh, yeah, 2030, true. haven't we? So you better hurry. you only got eight years to get it together. Um, tell me any favourites this morning. Oh, it's hard to choose. Mm. Um, Fred Provenza, that's stuff that I've been meaning to follow up for, you know, in more depth for a long time and um, definitely will now after hearing a bit more from him and, and stuff that I'm very, very interested in. And, um, yeah, Diana, obviously having a 
listened to what she had to say and just pushing the whole madness of the red meat scenario and fake meat scenario that's going on and lots of um, things to follow up there and just get a much, much better understanding of um, all that's involved. So, yeah, great speakers this morning, all of them. Walter. Walter, yeah. Walter, cute Walter. He's so cute. I just love him because it's just in no notes. He just rattles yeah. it off, and then he does. I love his, I love his whiteboard moments, and it's so simple, isn't it? Mm. You know, yeah. He's sort of he's rock breaking down with you know organic matter and the fungal sort of growth and all those things. Some big words he was using, um, and then the way he sort of stepped through the ABCD. Yeah, that was awesome. Do you want to? Can you remember that one? Do you want to step us through that? Or if I put you on the spot? Yeah. Well, Do you want that one on notice? <laughs> I was agriculture. I remember that bit. And then B was burn, but then he had everything else involved in the in the middle of that. C was what? Carbon? Carbon. And D was dividends. So Dividend. what we end up getting at the end of it all. How'd it go? Not bad, eh? I was awesome. Listening. I was listening. You were. That was a test, <laughs> the first of many. Uh, and the and the, the, the B was good because the burn is like the, the option that a lot of conventional farming and farmers do and we used to do a lot of it um, and that also included in that sort of scenario was um, chem- you know, use of chemicals, ploughing, um, bare fallow, sort of all of the things I guess we as Convention. personally conventional yeah, we've moved away from um, and then the alternative to that is the C which is the carbon which is all of the um, sequestration and the sugars and all sort of stuff. That was a really compelling way to put it. We were also saying to a few of the other victims we've pulled out here in the last couple of hours that um, uh, that anyone walking off the street, it'd be, you know, be, yes. would be hard pressed to sort of want to walk out again, given the sort of the quality and the articulation that we've been hearing. And just yeah, articulated in a way that is um, so simple to understand. And there's a lot of complexity to what is being said, but um, I think that's the brilliance of the speakers that have been put together for this weekend is that. Um, you know, the penny just keeps dropping on various different things. And you might have heard it before, but it's just they're all, you know, speaking it in a way that um, anyone could get, yeah. And Joel Williams is great. And I don't know much about Joel, but he's, uh, he's so articulate and it was really um, well practiced, not so much well practiced, but it just rolled off the tongue and his slides and some little new sort of concepts there. I like the last one he put up about, you know, when whoever it was that invented, I mean, that's even controversial, isn't it? Was it Tesla or was it? Yeah. The Edison, you know, the light bulb, yep. you know, that it wasn't the improvement of the candle that got to the light bulb. It was like a different way of thinking altogether, yeah, you know, which was completely outside the box thinking. Yeah. Which is what we have to do. We do. And there's a whole lot of people in there who I think are, they're here because they want to or they are thinking outside the box. Mm. Um, any actions that you want to already in the, you know, 25% of the way through um, the conference, anything that you've gone, I'm going to go and do that, read that, contact that person, anything that you're going to go and, you know, action? Yeah, I think um, I'm going to chase Fred up and, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just try and touch base there if I can. That's uh, an angle that I think I can incorporate into what I'm going to be doing in the near future. Um, what are you, what, what are you, oh, why, what are you going to be doing? <laughs> it's over a plug. Yeah, yeah. Um, so kicking off, uh, I'm a vet by trade um, for the last 16, 17 years and I'm going to kick off on the holistic veterinary consultancy aspect of it now and tired of big pharma and all the rest of it and the quick fix prescriptions and going back to basics um, and from a beneath the soil approach right through to livestock health yeah because it's not it's one thing to have a healthy like to try and well want a healthy cow but it's so much more than just like well what's the 
problem, what's the quick fix is you're stepping all the way back, which you are well-versed in because I've seen your farm and I've, I've, I've sort of seen what you, you and your family are doing up there. So I think that is a uh, absolute necessity. You know, we want yeah. more of that sort of integrated holistic approach to, you know, looking at it from a animal health, but where's it all sort of come from? So yeah. looking forward for you to launch that. I know yeah. you're doing a bit of pilot program and stuff at the moment. Yes, yeah. And, and it's just getting back to the whole of symptomatic, you know, not fix, um, fixing the symptomatic side of it and going back and finding the actual cause. And um, there is a demand growing for that now. People actually want to understand what the cause in, is and are willing to delve into that. Um, yeah, so it's it's been encouragement and chasing from clients and um, I think I've got the knowledge base there now to, to do it and, and be um, of benefit to them. And ever developing and growing, um, as always. And also, just to back to Fred, I think Graham Reese has a masterclass kind of online version mm. of what Fred's done. And I think from what I heard today, Fred, that was the last one he's probably going to do. Yeah. So you can get on his um, – yes. I just can't remember – uh, the name of it, but we'll work. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes anyway. Yeah. Sheree, thanks for your time. Any other sort of parting words, phrases, exciting? I won't ask the billboard question again because no. <laughs> Sheree is in is going to be appearing in season six um, after our interview a couple of weeks ago. Um, so no more billboard, but anything, any last little. Well, I did. Re- I did rethink that whole billboard thing afterwards. <laughs> so I'll, I'll summarise it for you. So, um, oh, was it quite long? Was I? I can't remember. Um, it, it pretty much, and it was only because a friend asked me afterwards. But um, that we can't look after the livestock above the soil unless we look after the livestock under the soil first. Drop the mic. Mm. Sheree, thanks for your time. Looking forward to um, hanging out with you more over the next couple of days and all the other speakers and the five or 600 other people yeah, that are here. It's great. such an amazing um, – we've all waited 12 years for this. Actually, it's probably – actually, I don't think – I can't remember last time we came to our RCS conference, but this is amazing. And, um, yeah, enjoy yeah. the rest of the weekend. Will do. Thanks very much, Charlie. Pleasure. Murray Richardson, welcome to the uh, RCS Convergence Conference. We're sitting outside, Smoko's just just been, the bell's gone, uh, but I want to track you down just to see how your, what were your thoughts have been of the uh, of the Convergence uh, so far? We're, we're Smoko of day two. Yep. Oh, thanks, Charlie. No, it's great to see you. Yeah, look, it's terrific. I think um, I just love the focus on food and nutrition. And, uh, and taking that right back to soil. It's, it, you know, it makes so much sense. I mean, I've only ever worked in the food sector and you know, to really get in and understand how things work, um, you know, you've really got to go right back down to that producer level. That's where the nutrition comes from. You, know, you can do lots of stuff with a base product, but you've got to have a good base product. And uh, no, so it's, it's lovely to see the, the momentum in it. And I do agree with a lot of people that, you know, there's, um, it's an undeniable movement now, which is really good. And I think increasingly, you know, younger people are really, they're grabbing a hold of it. They really see the relevance of it. So I know it's terrific. And Murray, what are you doing now? Tell us about what you're doing now in the food, in the food world. So we're working on Highland Beef, Highland Beef Pastoral Company. So um, we're running a herd of cattle in Australia for a customer in the US. And um, so every animal we own in Australia uh, is pre-sold into the US. We're selling it as box, um, box beef, it's grass-fed, antibiotic-free, hormone-free, completely traceable, free to roam, all that sort of stuff, um, which obviously is a growing market and one we think has got you know um, a lot more growth in it. Um, obviously, 
Um, the Americans really value what the Australian can, uh, farmer can actually develop because they really trust the product. Uh, they trust it even more than their own, which is, you know, an enormous opportunity for Australia. And we do a great job of grass-fed products. So, um, look, we've got a series of farms, uh, northern New South Wales, um, southeast Queensland, where we're partnering with the farmers. We supply the cattle, pay the farmer a fee, they deliver it. So it's a, you know, it's a capital-free, price-risk-free sort of model. I think the thing I'm interested in sort of seeing see if it comes out of this conference is you know there's a lot of focus on the farm i think there needs to be a focus on the supply chains and the consumer as well and i'm really hoping that um you know that's that's something that we can see develop up you we were just chatting before briefly murray and you just sort of dived into sort of almost it was like accountability of you know like i guess you know historically and and i guess what 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 accountability um we can create going forward you want to sort of touch on that again Yeah, yeah it's interesting um i mean i've only ever worked in food and i think it's you know um you know, the, the real, I worked for some of the really big food companies um, in Australia and overseas, you know, and, and you're delivering nutrition to people. I mean, it's a big, it's a big thing and you can, you can pack a lot of stuff into a packet, you know, and ultimately, you know, as a community, it's around health and vitality and it's around, um, and, and on so much of that comes from food. And I just, you know, I look at um, some of the conversations yesterday and, the ethics of, um, I suppose, creating questions around nutrition is really interesting to me in the longer term. And, and the, you know, the point that was made really late yesterday around the first thousand days of nutrition for a person, you know, you, th- you think about the rising plane for an animal, it's no different, right? It's a young body needing to grow and nurture. And I, you know, I look at uh, some of the questions around yesterday, around, you know, advising people about what goes into their nutrition or how you're actually limiting their access to nutrition in certain days and saying that's right and pre-imposing that on other people for your own outcome and yet taking no accountability for the future health outcome. I just find that really challenging, you know, and I just think it's, you know, it does require a lot of leadership. And I think that's, you know, one of the things that you can certainly see in the group of people that are here at the moment is that there's certainly from the farm perspective anyway, there's great leadership around just a better value product. And, you know, I think it's it's also up to big food retailers around helping people understand the benefit of nutrition, you know, mm-hmm. the benefit of seasonality. I mean, there's a lot of ways to improve your diet by just doing very simple things, not necessarily, you know, having to go out and spend more money, just shopping seasonally, you know, and, and it's our community, it's become a hard thing. You know, we, we don't teach our kids about it because it's it's there all the time. So yeah, it's, I just think there's a, there is a, um, a requirement, I think, on leaders in the community to really start thinking about these things because, you know, the best health system is one where people are healthy, you know? <laughs> You don't have to have, I mean, we do have people that can't be that way. So yes, you've got to have a system that caters for them, but so much of your health comes from your nutrition, comes from your environment, you know, and and I really think that's something we should all focus on. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, it should be called the illness industry than the health industry, isn't it? Yeah, because that's yeah. kind of the outcome. It depends on illness and the perpetuation of illness for its survival. So why, why you know, in the bigger picture, you know, dare I say, they're not looking to get people healthy. 
at the, at the end of the day. Generally, you know, it is because if everyone's healthy, it's mm. like, well, then there, there is no industry. There's no money to be made on that. And the food which we have to eat, put your hand up if you eat food, everyone, yeah. then we've got that choice every day, don't we? So, um, and I think that, you know, there's 600 and, you know, plus attendees here. Um, what I see that is potential. You know, mm. it's opportunity, and they're already doing a lot of good stuff. And I love Zach Bush's thing this morning. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of doers in there. Um, and he said, we also got to be, we've got to be, you know, we've got to be being, yeah. you know, we've really got to be sitting there and being. And that exercise, um, that visualisation just blew my mind, you know. Mm. I've seen him talk before, but just the way, you know, reason, like unscripted, he knows that it. it's just, he, he just lives that. What came out of him was him, you know, and, and in those words. And um, it was such a powerful thing. So, and I think the way it's been rolling for the last, you know, up to this point, the day and a bit, um, it couldn't be better, you know, the, the, the range of speakers. Any highlights uh, that you won't get in trouble, you know, won't get you in trouble? I, I, I just loved the whiteboard yesterday and the spongy soil. I just love... I <laughs> Walter. Just loved, well, it was just so good. I just, it's just such a, you know, it's a really easy thing to see, you know, and you just, you look at it and it's, no, look, I, I really like that. Actually, I, I love the focus on the thousand days of nutrition too. I'm really, you know, I just think... And I, I just like, I like the link back to food. You know, it's, it is all about food. Ultimately, it's about nutrition. And, you know, and, I, and I'm, this morning, I actually really enjoyed, you know, just sort of challenging people about thinking about those bigger issues, those bigger sort of systemic societal issues. And it does, you know, really when we, we don't need a lot, you know, we need food, we need shelter, we need a, a number of basic things. We complicate it a lot, but ultimately, You've got to be able to deliver those simple things really well for people. Mm. Lots of great examples of that um, here, Murray. We'll uh, wrap it up. I think the next session started, so we'll. Uh, thanks for your time, Murray. Awesome. Beauty. Good, Good on, on you. you. Thanks, Charlie. Good on you. Maddie Tonkin, welcome to the RCS 2022 conference. We're standing outside. It's the afternoon smoker of day one. Yeah. Um, impressions of of the conference so far? Anything that's really stuck with you? Thanks, Charlie. Yeah, it's been great. Um, I love Walter Yenna. I always do. Uh, I had a chat to the lady that did the Welcome to Country this morning, and I just think that's so important, uh, that spiritual connection that uh, RCS brings to their teaching and having that straight up. Uh, Joel Williams is a great presenter, very smart fellow. I've seen him a couple of times before, and uh, he's just really good. And to tell you what, the last lady that we just had on from mm -hmm. Mount Pleasant Station... Um, and her story of what they've achieved up there and the importance of people, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I just, uh, that for me is my purpose in doing what I do too. So that touch with me and the curlew is one of my favorite birds too, so. What a lovely um, cry, you know, the, oh, the curlew. Cry. Haunting, yeah, yeah, it's Australian bush all over and when you hear them you know you're where you are and that was um, I hope I get a name right Garland Moulin is that Moulin, it Moulin yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was just, it was so heartfelt wasn't it there was a couple of tears I didn't cry I didn't cry I promise yeah. no there's a few tears in, well, in the crowd sense. you could feel her connection to country you know and that's uh, that's what it's all about isn't it really Okay. Talking about now, what are you doing now? Just, we'll just you said what you know. You put uh, you mentioned just a second ago about what you're doing. What are you doing, Matthew? Uh, I've just changed roles, so I'm the regional manager for Faulkner Farming. So I've gone back to the corporates. This is really exciting because we're using all regenerative practices in our in our purpose, and um, it's not just a mission statement anymore. It's actual fact, and uh, it's being implemented over quite large areas. So it's in foreign investment and Australian money. 
Uh, I look after the East Coast, which basically that's where we're operating at this stage. It's very early days, it's only six months old. Uh, and about to probably quadruple um, over the next couple of years. So I'm really excited. It's a huge opportunity for me to implement all the things that I love to do, work with the people I like to work with, and uh, and make a definite and long-lasting change. Yeah. Um, any sort of takeaways from what you've heard, um, things that you think, oh, I'm going to go home and do that? Yep. Jolly Williams gave me a prompt today, and he's talking about uh, mixing up uh, things with companion cropping. We've had a little, little failure on a small area of cropping country, not 100% wipeout, but uh, I'm going to go home and re-sow another crop across the top of Bali and use a legume this time and I'll just move my GPS lines across seven centimetres and we'll crop it and uh, it'll be as simple as that. So it'll stay as a cropping paddock, but we'll make a difference. And you think that might uh, improve, like the barley might just recover? Is that kind of the thinking you might harvest that um, and the legumes are there to sort of like... No. Well, y- yes and no, but I'm actually taking into mind Walt Davis is saying is do no harm. So the recommendation is to spray it all out and replant it to a crop. Oh, I don't want to spray it out. I don't want to use the chemicals again. So we'll just plant something else mm. <laughs> in on top of it and promote grow something instead of killing something. So we'll harvest something off it and it might be enough to make the profit that we need to for that area for this year. And we'll learn from it and see how it goes. Um, Matty, you mentioned before this. This is this will hopefully get on a uh, an episode of season six. I know I'm going to track you down to do a proper episode, but this is like a little 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 um, teaser, yeah. a Matty Tonkin teaser. That's what it's going to be called. Um, you mentioned a podcast, a favourite podcast. Well, not maybe a favourite one. You mentioned before. <laughs> I just thought I'd give it a plug. I've got lots of favourites, but I went on a little trip the other day, Charlie, and I listened to the one when you had your wife mm. uh, interviewed her. And I thought it was fantastic uh, hearing the stories of those people that are in, with and around members of the of, of agriculture that are working in regeneration. It just gives a whole different spin to it, you know. And, um, yeah, I just – please tell her. I thought it was mm. – she came – Obviously, a very smart, intelligent woman, but she came across really well, and I just loved it. Loved listening to her. I'll pass it on. You're the second person who's actually um, mentioned that today, and it's lovely to hear other people saying that they're listening and they really enjoy it. And there's some things that they've done on, you know, because of it. And it's really um, wonderful to, with such a large group of people, to get that really good feedback. So, um, find your feet, one as well. Tommy Herschel. Tommy Herschel, and I contacted Tommy. Great. Yeah, because you know what he does is a bit similar to something that I do on the side as well. And um, I just love it. Yeah, it's good good stuff. Sober in the country, give us a wrap. Sober in the country, we're just working hard for everyone to be able to feel at peace with what their decision is. Yeah, so it's okay to say no if you choose not to. Um, and that's part of me too. I've rebuilt myself over, over the last couple of years and regeneration is not just what I do for my work, it's what I do for myself mm. uh, and those around me. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a story, so. You know, just chill out and take it easy and learn to respect yourself. And Shanna's, uh, you know, the, the she's the, the courageous, you know, force behind that. We we haven't, I nearly interviewed her a couple of months ago at um, uh, on the back of my grazing up at Wilmot there and back in February, but um, timing just didn't quite work out. Um, she's a champ, yeah? She's a champ. You might struggle to get her now uh, to tell her story, but talk to her definitely about the changes in the bush and she'll chat about that all day, you know, so... Yeah, it's, uh, it's just an opportunity for us to keep passing that message around and those that are struggling or feel like they need some help just got to put their hand up, you know, and uh, we're all there to support them on their way through. And now we've actually got some counselling support for those people that need it, so that's really important. It wasn't there before, so, yeah.
And it's a great organisation and or charity. And if anyone wants to donate, it uh, has um, uh, 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 tax deductible. What is it called? DGR. DGR. DGR um, yeah, yes, it's, it's a non-for-profit. So yeah. all the details are on the website. Jump yeah. in and have a quick look. And if you don't want to do it directly, grab some merch, you know, because it's some pretty good stuff. That's a top hat, that one. It's a good hat, this one. So I wore it on purpose today. You've got a big head like me, so clearly they make them big enough yeah, for people like us. at least for the really good guys, mate. <laughs> <laughs> for the really smart people. Yeah. Matty, thanks, mate. I heard the bell go. Everyone's buggered off, so we uh, probably should get Cheers, back in Charlie. There. We'll catch up with you for the full one later, huh? Thanks, Matty. Good, mate. See ya. Damon Gamo, welcome to the uh, the outside area at Smoko. No, it's lunchtime, isn't it, on the second day of the RCS Convergence Conference. Any um, welcome? Thanks, Charlie. It's nice to be here. Great to see you again. It's always lovely to see you, sir. Um, Damon, one, uh, we're 75% of the way through. It's not over. Um, but what of the, of the first day and a half, any highlights for you that have sort of really resonated that, you know, any gems, any quotes, any mm. particular presos that are, you've just gone, oh, my God, that's just mind-blowing? I think it's the overall feeling of the event is that um, a sense of community, how strong that is and how that network is growing. But what struck me today was as we were learning about those relationships under the ground and how essential they are that we're doing the same thing above the ground and that we are mimicking those practices and, and lo and behold it's it's working a treat so I had a few heart opening moments I think that idea of having someone like Walter explain the science but then seeing Diane Haggerty show us you know what that looks like in reality I, I got very emotional at some of her pictures and especially their country, and, and you realise what nature is capable of in that environment. It shows what we can do. You know, if you can do it there, you can do it anywhere. And so I, I just have found this an incredibly hopeful day. And anytime you see those examples of regeneration, you, you can't help but feel emotional. The heart opens because, um, you know, we all, we're all looking for those moments of hope right now. There's a nihilistic viral um, spreading that's happening especially through our younger generation. So the more that we can have events like this of charging up our collective batteries and going back out into the world and sharing these messages, I think we all need to do it regularly, you know, just to remind us that there are things we can do. Um, I love John Kemp's um, preso this morning where he was he was sort of getting a little, not esoteric, but sort of, you know, thinking about is it is it, you know, about um, responsibility for outcomes and, and you know, so he's getting a little bit sort of, yeah, dare I say, a little spiritual there um, outside and in, inside ourselves and then he sort of hit us with a whole lot of science. So it was a really good balance between, you know, those two things which we all, I guess, it's all it's all part of life, isn't it? You know, we've we got to be grounded um, and getting our sort of centre. Um, any other highlights from yesterday casting your mind back 24 hours after you after you, your exhaustive session on the dance floor last night at the dinner Damon well I think what you touched on then is interesting that idea of that 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 spirit or sacred element to this stuff which you know really would have been a pretty radical conversation not that long ago and to hear how um, commonplace it's been discussed today not not in a sort of a super esoteric way but just in sort of understanding that it is an element in all of this and and that paradigm shift that's required of us understanding our role in this great natural system I think that's been really normalized here which is really encouraging to see um, and again that gives us all more confidence when we talk about it outside here that we know we're supported in that thinking and, and that is the, the only thinking that's going to get us through as, as we know um, so yeah, I've just found it incredibly stimulating and 
especially the different characters that are here, the unlikely types that are here talking about this stuff that you wouldn't have got five years ago. You'd never suspect seeing them walk down the street that you could have a conversation about these things. And so that should give us huge hope for the way this stuff is spreading and being normalised throughout our culture. What also gives me hope is the, 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 sort of the, the diversity of people here. I met a guy yesterday who's into robotics. He lives in Manly in Sydney. Nothing to do with farming. He grew up on a farm in central Queensland and he's, he's just here because this is really important. There's guys who are lawyers who not farming, but they just know this is important. You know, I'm not sure how they've got to be here, but it's really refreshing that it's not just a bunch of farmers talking about farming stuff. No, I just met a guy then who actually made one the farmer's footprint film and he was in advertising and just got so burnt out and said, you know, I've, got, I've clearly got skills, how about I start using them to tell better stories? And, and that's exactly what we need to happen for people to come from all sorts of industries to start sharing this in whatever way they can and contribute. So, um, you know, again, that's, that's how we, we have things looking very different in 10 years from now, that it takes all types from different industries that are talking about it or using their skills in different ways. Um, you know, again, it's those little kernels of hope that we're all looking for, and, and I really feel that the last couple of days. Um, can I thank you, Damon, for your contribution to this space as well, more recently Regenerating Australia and uh, 2040 as well, which had a you know, regenerative sort of component to it, but the whole film was about regeneration on sort of different levels. Um, any, any news on next projects or sort of focus at the moment that you can tell us about, you know, happy to edit if you say things you might regret? Well, I think the, the thanks firstly, mate, that's a nice thing to say, but the Regenerating Australia Really, the film was the very first step in, in a much sort of broader ecosystem and, and just to see the high calibre of solutions that have been submitted off the back of that film that um, in partnership with WWF, I think about 30 are going to get funded. Um, and they're really fantastic in their regenerative thinking and process, Indigenous-led energy, lots of regeneration projects on land and in, in the oceans. So, you know, this sort of network that's forming um, is incredibly exciting and, and I sort of think I'll be playing in that space for a bit, a, a bit longer yet, but certainly starting to think about the next larger scale project and um, working with a few really interesting people actually in the States around who sort of look at existential threats and, and what sort of things we should be <laughs> alarmed about that are upcoming and how would we raise more awareness around that without freaking people out. So there's a couple of ideas we're exploring there which I'm, I'm really interested in. So I think it'll be a balance of continuing the work we've done so far in regeneration here, but then also um, starting to really put together that, that next sort of larger feature length documentary. Yeah. And anything specifically that you've learnt from the last day and a half that you're going, I'm going to go and read that book, talk to that person, do that thing, anything that sort of just jumped out at you? Yeah, it's actually been writing a talk at the moment. I've got to give around that deeper layer of um, how we tell a new story about our relationship with nature. Well, it's a retelling of an old story because Indigenous had that story and we've, we've lost our way. And I just think that sometimes when we can talk about change, we look at the system level, we look at some of the gadgets and the fixes, but that deeper layer that you know and talk about, um, the changing the, pa the paddock between the ears, your lovely quote there, I, I feel like there's something really juicy in that and, and that people actually get that. They know that unless we change that deeper layer, what's the new story we're going to tell about how we relate to each other in the living world? Uh, and then everything comes on top of that. The way we design and think and um, develop or incentivize has to come from that story. So I, I'm really curious to, to pursue that a bit more because that's come up a lot uh, with Zach and a few others. And, and I think there's something really juicy in that. Damon, thank you so much for being on the team and the team's getting bigger and the impact's getting bigger too. So um, don't go and start down any other crazy project. Can you just like... stick advertising, with... actually. I'm thinking that, yeah, maybe Coca-Cola, re Regen Coke. <laughs>
Pepsi and Coke. Tobacco. <laughs> apparently, it's apparently it's good for your health. Um, Damon, thanks, mate. And uh, yeah, love your work. And you too, mate. Keep up the great storytelling. Will do. Thanks, mate. And next week's guest on The Regenerative Journey is Diana Rogers. She was fresh off the plane, first day in Australia, middle of July it was, just a couple of days before the uh, RCS Convergence Conference. Uh, she's the co-author of the movie uh, and or the doco and the book Sacred Cow. She's all about um, good health. She's a dietitian. She's a, uh, she's a nutritionist. She's many, many things, and we um, had a lovely chat. Uh, I was surprised she was so... Um, so buoyant given she'd flown from New Zealand. It was at the end of a very long leg of um, commitments uh, around the world. Love this chat with Diana Rogers. Uh, I hope you do as well on the regenerative journey next week. This podcast is produced by Reese Jones at Jaeger Media. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, share, rate and review. For more episode information, please head over to www.charliearnett.com.au.